The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A 16 million investment, 64% more space, 32 self service checkouts. Pennies is back in Dundrum, now the company's third biggest store in Ireland. Joining me is Damien O'Neill, head of uh, sales for Pennies Ireland and for Northern Ireland. Damien, good morning. Good morning, Anton. How are you? I'm good. I've announced you as head of sales for Pennies in Ireland and Northern Ireland. Are you Pennies in Northern Ireland or Primark in Northern Ireland? No, it's it's only Pennies in the Republic of Ireland, Anton. It's Primark everywhere else. And it began as Pennies, isn't that right? The, 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 That's correct. The original yeah. name is Pennies. The original name is Pennies. Uh, started in Mary Street in Dublin in 1969 by our founder, Arthur Ryan. And we moved to the United Kingdom in 1974, opening our first store in Derby. And uh, the Pennies name had been already trademarked in the United Kingdom. So we called ourselves Primark. Was that JC Penny? Was that who owned the Penny's I, name I, in the UK? I believe it is. Yes. Yeah. Now you're going back some years. And <laughs> Before your time, old. Damien. <laughs> so tell us about the investment in Dundrum because you closed it up and poured a pile of money into it. Oh, look, you know something? Uh, we've been in the village of Dundrum for, oh, nearly 50, over 50 years. First opening our store there in 1972 and then relocated to the Dundrum town centre in 2005 and we closed that store uh, on Wednesday night and reopened uh, a brand new store as you said 60,000 square feet 16 million of investment over two floors and uh, what a fantastic day it was there yesterday for ourselves and our teams and of course our wonderful customers. You've always taken an, an interesting approach or in recent years you've taken an interesting approach in, in respect of your choices with retail to some extent a, a bit like the IKEA model where you still very much want punters in the shops rather than shifting to an online. Why is that? We're a bricks and retail or we're a bricks and mortar retailer, Anton. Uh, we always have been. Um, we see the value of you know, showcasing our products to the customers, giving them an experience in the store. Um, and, you know, if, I suppose if we look back on, on recent times, you know, the, the costs involved in uh, shipping goods um, by some of these online retailers have increased. So, you know, we're all about the in-store experience and, and getting our customers into our stores so they can see the products. And have you found it challenging with the online competition? <laughs> All competition is challenging. It's not just about online. You know, for sure, um, we have seen people come into the marketplace. Um, but we look at offering great value every day, no matter what market we're in across Europe and in the United States. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, our customers recognize that um, and they get to touch and feel the products, um, which, you know, is, is more important to some people than a package arriving at the door, you know. How do you handle the buying process? Because I assume you have to make bets on where fashion is going to be in six months or nine months and make sure that you have stock ready for when that hits. Look, we've got a fantastic team of uh, buyers and merchandisers based in our uh, head office in Dublin in Arthur Ryan House. Um, And of course, they are looking at the trends uh, and predicting what the trends will be as we move forward. And then ultimately, it's down to us within the retail part of the business to sell that product when it comes into the stores um, and to entice the customers in with, you know, great displays, showcasing the products um, on on a daily and weekly basis. And what are you seeing in terms of customer trends and buying trends at the moment? Um, Look, I think, you know, I think certainly we're in the we've had a fantastic four weeks uh, in terms of the weather here in Ireland. 
Um, the season started off very strong with sales across our swimwear ranges, our luggage ranges, um, and that's continued. Um, I think our beauty range has, has gone from strength to strength over the last six months. Um, and certainly people are, you know, they're, they're really liking to treat themselves to something. Our, our nail varnish, our lip glosses, uh, the sales on these have been phenomenal for us more recently. You mentioned the original um, first uh, pennies back. Did you say 1960-something? Was that right? No, 1969, we opened in Mary Street, yeah. So from 1969 in Mary Street, give us a sense of the scale of the operation now. How many outlets and how many well, countries? We've got 425 stores after yesterday uh, across 16 markets, uh, predominantly in Europe. Um, and we, yesterday we opened our 18th store on Long Island in uh, New York. Um, the business, I suppose, has con- constantly looked at what markets we can um, we can get into and look at how we can, um, I suppose, expand our offer. Um, and this week we opened our second store in Bucharest uh, in Romania, um, which is a new market for us. Um, and that said, you know, as well as uh, Dundrum yesterday and uh, the one in Long Island, we also opened a store in Lanzarote. Um, which is our 58th store uh, in Spain. Um, so it's a, it's, a growing, it's a growing phenomenon. And we have huge ambitions as we move forward. Um, we want to have 530 stores um, by 2026 with a big expansion program planned for America where we would hope to have 60 stores in the next five years. And what sort of commonality do you have with the product lines in those stores? Uh, we would say that the vast majority of the products across all of our markets, we buy one range um, from Dublin, uh, and we will make some tweaks to the various trends that take place in, in certain countries. But I would say over 90 to 95% of the product that we offer in our stores and pennies are the products that have been offered in the Primark stores across Europe and in the United States. Are there any quirks around the world? Because I remember talking to a man who said that if you go, as you go around the world, one of the things that changes is mattress depth. That if you start in Japan and work west, it gradually grows all the way until you get to the, the west coast of the US where it's about 18 inches thick. Do you get the same thing with, with pennies? Do you notice, well, the Long Islanders love X. You would certainly say, if we looked at the business, uh, you would certainly say that in in France, um, some of our Disney products and Italy are more um, loved by the customers than maybe they are in Ireland. Um, And certainly in the United States, our range of NFL and NBA and uh, ranges across the American sports brands are certainly more popular there. There's always going to be twerks and differences you know, um, but certainly what we have seen more recently is a, is a lot more consistency, consistency, particularly around the European markets. One of the things that comes with the kind of scale that you're describing that the operation is now at is a sort of a moral responsibility on the kind of impact you have, both in terms of climate when it comes to supply chain, but also fast fashion, because that's one of the big issues now is the sustainability of fashion and the moral obligation on retailers to deliver on making sure that people aren't exploited and that the environment isn't exploited. To what extent is that at the forefront of Penny's thinking? Uh, I, I think there's certainly some misconceptions there, <laughs> particularly around Penny's and Primark, around um, fast fashion. Um, I think it's fair to say that over half of what we sell is everyday basics and essentials that people need. So whether that's you know socks, underwear, basic white T-shirts, hoodies or jeans. Um, but certainly I think... 
when on the flip side of that, 50% of the product that is on offer in our stores is already made from more recycled uh, or more sustainably sourced materials. Um, and we have committed to making that 100% by 2030. I think you'll see an awful lot in our stores um, around Primark Cares. And this is our way of ensuring that we are doing what we can um, to pledge more sustainable products that everybody can afford every day. And do you see that that thinking and those concerns in consumer behavior? Is it an issue for customers? Of course it is. You know, it's, it's, on the, it's on the forefront of our minds, it's on the forefront of our consumers and our colleagues' minds. And, you know, as I said, that's why um, a couple of years ago, we launched the Primark Cares um, initiative. We have been, um, over the last decade, working to become a more sustainable business, but certainly ranked that up um, more recently um, and committed to, by 2030, having 100% of our products um, produced with more sustainably sourced or recycled materials. You mentioned we were talking about that the, was it JC Penny who had the Penny's name outside of Ireland and you said that it was a, a little bit before your time. You'd be glad to know that one of your colleagues has been in touch to say, I've worked for Penny's for 46 years. Penny's came to an agreement with JC Penny many years ago. Penny's could keep the name in Ireland and everywhere else had to be uh, Primark. So they are Primark rather. Well, there, there you go. 46 years ago. I won't declare my, air, my age on air, Anton, but <laughs> it was before my time. Well, congratulations on the new shop in uh, Dundrum and best of luck with the expansion plans. That is Damien O'Neill, who is head of Pennies Ireland and Northern Ireland. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.